Hey, welcome to the Foster's Lager edition of Die Hard on a Podcast, episode number 55? I have no idea. I think it's 55. And uh, I'm going to say this is one of the very most diehard, I don't know if this is the the absolute most diehard-like movie we saw, Um, it's called Final Score. And it's if it's not the absolute most diehard like movie we've watched, it's very close. Yeah, I mean it's basically like sudden death, but even more like diehard than sudden death. Sudden death. You know, like I, like there was a couple times where I was like, they're just like not even trying to hide the fact that they're completely ripping off Die Hard. You know, he's on the radio with the bad guy the whole time. Yeah, I think I was watching it. I kept score of like which movies kept popping up, but I can't remember for the life life of me like what was like at the time. I was like, oh, that's like I think Die Hard with a Vengeance would like popped into my head a lot. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for I, sure. I definitely see some Die Hard with a Vengeance um, <clears throat> comparison is being fair. Yeah, no, I mean the best. I mean it's, it starts Batista, right? Which who I who I think is pretty good. I think he should be funnier. Yeah, I think he'd be like if he was funnier, like he would be way better. Yeah, but he like, kept he, like like he kept supposedly he kept he was he was always visiting his his was it her his niece? Yes, or was it just his buddies? Well, it's yeah, it was his army buddy who was his, like closer than a brother man's yeah daughter. You know, because he died while they were on a mission somewhere and. <laughs> He felt it was like his fault. He had, yeah, it was his fault, and so he had to take care of the wife and kid. But he, like it said at the beginning, like he had been like back and forth like ten times, right? So he right. he should know the area. But he was still confused by soccer being football and like not having hot dogs and like and stuff. It's like like and the pints and stuff. It was like he still can't seem confused about everything. Yeah, well, and, you know, it made me <laughs> it made me really ponder a question, right? So like. Your best friend, your buddy, your war, your war pal. You guys are tighter than things. So he, you know, yeah. you die. Like, is it then <clears throat> cool for him to start, like, you know, sticking it to the, your wife? Because here's, <laughs> here's my logic behind it. I think it's cool because, you, you know, you're dead. So one, you're not really gonna care all that much because you're dead. But yes. two is it's like, you know, she's going to go out and get it anyway. So, like, why not from somebody who you know is, like, going to be really cool and take care of her and not, like, treat her like shit? And plus she lives above a bar and works in the bar. So, you know, win-win. So, yeah. <laughs> she's got a sexy English accent. She freaking pour you all the free drinks that you can drink. Yeah, I don't see any downside to this, you know. And like, you, you know, you're protecting her from all the scumbags out there in the world. I feel like that would have helped to give an extra layer to this movie because there wasn't many layers to this movie. It was just basically a basic like the terrorist wanted like wanted to find his brother who was supposedly dead but wasn't really, but still goes to soccer games all the time. Yeah, because <laughs> <Like, laughs> he couldn't games. help but. He couldn't help but go to a football game, like yeah, there's, there's football matches, man. Freaking, and that was a that was a running joke in this movie about how you know Batista was American, so he kept calling him calling it soccer, and everybody's like, "It's football, you Amer- you uncultured Yankee prick." <laughs> I will have to. I don't know if you noticed, but when he goes into the bar, the first scene to talk to like the mother of the daughter to ask her 
ask her if he, she could take if he could take her like the little girl to the the soccer football game. She pours him a pint, right? Mm-hmm. And I I'm pretty sure it was the clearest thing of beer I've ever seen. Right. I was like, those those fuckers are not drinking that fucking beer. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, it was like it was like a Bud Light light. I mean, right. I don't it know was what like that the, was. The freaking the Saudi Arabia friendly fucking <laughs> beer. Yeah, I was like. I was like, "What is like? What is this light beer that you're pouring this guy? There's no way." <laughs> well, and like the bad guy is also the guy who um, played Sarah. He played Jessica. the Punisher. He, well, he was the Punisher, but he was also Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker's boyfriend in Sex in the City, and like that, like strains my bad guy credibility with him. Like, <laughs> like I'm not really that scared of that dude because he was like a recurring character on Sex in the City. So automatically, he just seems a little girly to me. Like I really felt like Pierce Brosnan should have been the big villain. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan had, I'm pretty sure, two scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had yeah, monologue, and then and then the scene where he shoots himself in the head. Right. Spoiler. They were like, <laughs> yeah, they were like, hey, we want you to be in this movie. We're gonna pay you a hundred grand. And Pierce Brosnan is like, no. Forget about it. No way am I doing this fucking movie. And they said, look, you come in, we'll shoot you for an hour, and you're done. That's basically what it was. Yeah. He, he did like a monologue with a shitty act. Like, the, the accents in this movie were fucking terrible. Oh, these, my God. He's like, these Slavic, like, Russian accents were like the worst things I've ever they fucking heard. so much fun. <laughs> now, like, you know, I, I noticed that too, and I thought the accents in this movie are so terrible that it's fun to watch you know it's because like i enjoy cringy shit and it was really <laughs> cringy it's just like they just took out like you know those have everything and it's like all of a sudden you're russian <laughs> like that's it all they did now it was not um mickey rourke and java heat terrible <laughs> no. like mickey rourke deserved like whatever the anti-oscar is for for that for uh that accent in java heat but it was still pretty bad like i'd hear him talk and i'd be like oh good lord oh. <laughs> i mean i mean this i mean but i think overall i think the movie was actually pretty pretty good it was actually very entertaining. Yes. Like, it was like well, that, that was, motorcycle chase. That motorcycle chase through the stadium was actually really fucking cool. That was fantastic. Like, and that he, was really cool. He freaking drove it off the top of the catwalk in the freaking <laughs> yes. stadium. I was like, hell yes, Batista, you go. That was fantastic. Just as, just as the the one team was scoring, so it was like this shot of like the soccer team scoring and like cheering, and you see in the background this really CGI motorcycle jumping from one roof to another on the stadium. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like I, we watched sometimes on the podcast or sometimes for the podcast, we'll end up watching a movie that's two hours long. But really, it's like a week and a half long, you know. Where yeah. you're just like, oh my god, there's another forty minutes in this movie I gotta watch. Whereas this movie, like, we can talk about how good or bad it is all day, but it was an hour and a half that felt like maybe 35, 40 minutes. You know, like, oh, I can't believe this is over already because you, you know it's that inter- it was that entertaining that uh, I never yeah. really sat and thought about the time. Like, oh, do I have to, you know, like, how much more of this do I have to watch? You know, it was over before I knew it. And I thought, well, that's that's a good uh, indicator that a movie at least has some redeeming qualities. Yeah, I was trucking through all that, like, the, like all your plot elements. And it was like, it was killing off, like, the dudes left and right. So I was like, well, I guess, what I was thinking about, it, I, was like, I was like, 
apparently this doesn't have anything else going on. Like it's not gonna have like a twist or anything like that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be like straightforward. Like these guys want this. Batista's that guy stop them. That's it. Bing, bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Well, you know what I love is that he freaking calls the cops on the radio and like admits to being mur- like to murdering someone right like he's like <laughs> he's like yeah there's a bunch of terrorists in this building and they're like well how do you know that he's like well i killed one of them i, I killed them i killed two. <laughs> you know and then they're like this is a prank call we're not gonna follow up on this in the slightest that somebody's calling us to tell them that they murdered someone yeah, they, they like made the lion dead or whatever, so you couldn't even use it or something. Yeah, yeah, they like put him on fucking ignore. I was like, I didn't think the police <laughs> were allowed to like put somebody on their ignore list. <laughs> his little buddy, his little like Pakistani buddy, uh-huh. poor guy, with with the racist old lady at the beginning. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god. Right. Faisal was awesome. I was a huge <laughs> fan of Faisal. And like I loved how when they were like, You gotta clear it, you gotta clear out that section, it's gonna blow up. He's like, I don't know what to do, so he starts screaming Allah Akbar and all that's, right. that's awesome. They straight up went there. <laughs> and everybody ran out, he's like, Oh <laughs> yeah, I, that that definitely had me belly laughing because it was fantastic. <laughs> He was so he was so just like so dumb. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh... Well, and you know, but like it's one of those things that the, all these action movies usually always have, like the comic relief sidekick, <laughs> and he really nailed the comic relief sidekick. <laughs> he had great timing, and especially with like how you were saying, where Batista really wasn't all that funny. Um, no, you know, he he doesn't really quite get the <clears throat> humor. Um, and, you know, and that is in in contrast. Uh, John Cena, I feel like, has been killing it because he really knows how to make fun of himself on film. You know, in film, he's really genuinely funny. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's he's hilarious in movies, and like that's not my problem with The Rock and Batista. It's like, I mean, Batista in Guardians is hilarious. Right. Like, but like in this movie, it's like he was just like, I want to be an action movie star. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's the same with The Rock. He's always like, I have to play it straight. Yeah. And when you play it straight, it's just like you're you're so boring. Yeah, it's nowhere near as interesting, you know. Action movies are supposed to be fun, and it's fun when you've got them, uh, you know, when you got the guy willing to like make fun of himself and kind of break down his credibility <clears throat> as an action star, kind of gives him some more credibility <clears throat> as an action star. Uh, and I don't know if you ever see pictures of Batista like at movie premieres and stuff, right? He's a fucking dapper motherfucker. He? he wears like he wears glasses. He wears like a little like like you know news newsboy hat. He's uh-huh. got like a vest, a bow tie. Nice. I was like that, that motherfucker was like he needs to do more movies where he's like that guy. <laughs> like, yeah. He's always like smiling. He looks like he's like just like having the best time ever. Yeah. It's like where's that where's that guy in Final Score? I want that guy. <laughs> did you uh, did you see happen to see Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer movie? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I love that movie one hundred percent because of John Cena in that. He was so fucking hilarious in that. Where and supposedly that, oh. and supposedly that was supposed to be Dolph Ziggler. Uh huh. Because Amy Schumer used to date Dolph Ziggler. Oh, I did not know that. So um, supposedly, those 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 things that he was doing was like 
like Dolph Ziggler stuff. Like where he sure. was like where he was like threatening people with the really gay stuff. Like he was yes. like, if you don't shut up right now, I will suck your dick. I will totally yeah. suck your dick. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> Did you ever see uh, the movie Sisters? Mm-mm. It's with Amy Poehler and um, uh, oh yeah, Tina, Tina Fey, and they're down in um, like Key West or something. Yeah, and like, yeah. and the John, John Cena is like the I think the, the drug, drug dealer. dealer. Yeah, with all the he's all tatted up shitty, <laughs> with the shitty prison tattoos. Yeah, that was he was great in that too. Did you see the outtakes afterwards where he's like the like the, that one scene is like oh my safe word is and he kept making up safe words. Yeah, <laughs> the one was like my safe word is keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I was like, my safe word is don't stop. Keep, keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I like, you know, he's he's somebody that as a wrestler, I never really liked him. Uh, but he's kind of, as like on screen, he's actually kind of won, won me over a little bit. Now, if they would turn John Cena heel... As a wrestler, I think that would be so brilliant. I think he would be so great at. I feel like they've really held kind of kind of held him back professionally by keeping him as the freaking, you know, eat your vitamin, say your prayers guy in WWE. Where I think he could like if they said, yeah, you, you're going to turn heel, that he could like really run with it. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't been wrestling in a while. I mean, he's going to do what, he's going to do the the Australian show coming up, right? I'm sure he's gonna be do the Saudi show because they're they're paying like Big trillions of, trillion, trillions of dollars just to see the old timers mm-hmm. like come out and wrestle. Right, like the like because <laughs> they want to actually see the icons like the Undertaker and all that. Yeah, because it's gonna be Triple H and I and like Undertaker with Shawn Michaels and Kane in each other's corners. So it's like straight up old school. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that the Saudi one or the Australian? <laughs> I think that's the Australian one, isn't it? No, that's Saudi. Okay. Like, Isn't we, it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I know that they're doing another Saudi pay-per-view, but I'm pretty sure Triple H versus The Undertaker is in Australia because Paul was bitching. And I was like, what's what do you what, what's your problem? He's like, well, I'm not going to be able to watch it because it's going to be on like 4 o'clock in the morning because it's in Australia where they're totally opposite <laughs> of us. But you have the network, so you can watch it whenever you want. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did bring that point up that we could like watch it the next day. No problem. As soon as you wake up, you can watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess he was just saying it's not the same as when you go see it live. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's something to watch it like when it's happening. Like when I have to wait like an hour or two to watch it, I'm always like, ah, I can't look at anything now because right. it will get spoiled. Now, you know, another line in, in this movie I loved, and I, I don't know if they meant it to be as funny as it was, but I thought it was really funny where when the freaking police chief finally calls and he's like, okay, hey, you've got my attention. I think there's a bunch of terrorists about to blow up 35,000 people. He's like, oh, well, I thought you were, like, mad at me for misusing the line. He's like, well, you got me out of the opera, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, no, no, there's about to be 35,000 <laughs> innocent people are about to die. So and you're getting, making jokes. Yeah, and getting, so getting out of the opera is kind of a little thing, dude. <laughs> that dude was in Phantom Menace, and he was, I forget what his name was. 
but there's another podcast who like did Star Wars Minute, uh-huh. and they just called him Captain Obvious because every time something would happen, he would immediately say what just happened. Happened, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the best thing I can think of was when when R two D two gets like the one ship going, it like pops on and you can see it happening. He's like, oh, everything's back on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we see, we we got it, <laughs> we got it, dude. I, I keep meaning, and you know, whenever my friend Dave showed this guy to, I was. A friend who I've tried to get on the podcast a couple times, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'd love that," and then never does. <laughs> uh, but you know, he turned me on to this dude who has a YouTube channel where he reviews movies, and he mm-hmm. does this re- review of the Phantom Menace, and it's <laughs> it's so funny. And it's fu- what's funnier about it is his review trashing the movie is actually longer than the movie. <laughs> you know, like it's like an hour and a half long movie and he goes on for two hours, like point by point. Why the movie's so terrible. Is it, is it the one where it's like the old guy? Because almost like an old guy doing it. Yeah. And he goes through like, there's like a, like a half hour rant about how Anakin, Anakin has no personality and that, that whoever wrote his character had no idea how humans actually work. And, and there's like, a, there's like, a, there's like a shot of like, some, like, like some, like at one point there's like a shot of like, like some girl in the basement. Like he's like yeah. taping it. <laughs> it's like this weird like stuff happening. Yeah. Like while he's doing some review. Yeah. And, and, I think that's the red letter media guys. I yes. think that's sort of those guys. I, that's yeah. exactly, that's exactly who it is, is the red letter media guys. And like my friends are really big fan and he was like, you gotta, you gotta see this. And I'm like, okay. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is a two hour video, dude. He's like, no, just trust me. And like, you know, it was another time where two hours went by and I was like, I can't <laughs> believe I just sat for two hours and listened to this review and like was riveted to buy it because he was just like, uh, I mean, not only was it really funny because he was trashing the movie so bad, but he was generally right on every point on like why the movie was bad. Yeah, like everything was like he was right about. It. I mean, I still, I still love that movie, but like I, Me I too. understand. Me too. I, I still, I understand people not liking it. That's fine, but yeah. like I've come to to terms with it, and I kind of like like it a lot. Sure, but... I, I like all the prequels. I'm I'm a big prequel fan. Yeah. I know a lot of people who really have a lot of hate for the prequels, but I I freaking <laughs> love them. Even like even the Phantom Menace, I really enjoyed all of those movies. Yeah, something about Phantom Menace, and then maybe it's just so just big. It's so I still remember like when it came out, like how stoked I was, and I saw sure. it like three or four times in theater. And it's like I feel like that's still part of that like watching that movie right and, and see that i feel like with it is that i just like the kid in me remembers like like the clone wars i remember being a kid <clears throat> and only knowing that there was some there was something called the clone wars like there wasn't you know there wasn't a yeah. lot of information they just sort of reference like oh well, i haven't seen that guy since the clone wars or or that happened yeah. in the Clone Wars, and that's like all you knew about it. You never actually knew what the story behind the Clone Wars was. And I was just so yeah. thrilled that they finally were like, "Yeah, this is what it, what's what the Clone Wars are going to be." Yeah, and they had like the, the cartoon, like five, six seasons of the cartoon as well, mm-hmm. Clone Wars, which was which also was excellent. You didn't like it? It was it was hit or miss. I've I've watched like the first couple seasons. I never got through all of them, but right. I liked what I liked. I mean, I liked a, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them were like. It was always like a different planet each each episode. I was yeah. like, how many how many planets are there? <laughs> like it was always like it was like like fifty planets at least. But I mean, I liked I liked watching. I just was I didn't have time. I didn't have time to watch it. 
Right. I've been wanting oh, to watch the, the Rebels series, which was supposed to be excellent, but I, I still right. haven't gotten to that either. Um, the one that I really liked was it was a series of like five minute shorts that ran on the Court Cartoon Network, uh, mm-hmm. and they were yeah. amazing. They were so good. Uh, the guy who did Samurai Jack did those. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And that makes sense yeah, yeah. when you say that. And like that was just, those were all just so like so well done that I loved them. And then, like, I didn't finish all of the Clone Wars at the actual yeah. series with, like, the little girl with the stripy hair or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm really bad with names anymore. Like, I can't remember anybody's name. <laughs> like, yeah. That wasn't in the old movies. I forget what her name is. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> She's in, like, every episode. I, and, like, I remember Kylo Ren's name just because the motherfucker killed Han Solo, which wasn't cool at all. Nah. No. Not cool. <laughs> no, no. You know. Fucker. And see, if Han Solo should have just shot him first, then none of that would have happened. As he's used to doing. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was one big correction for that, too. Yeah. They so, see, he he never shoots first. No. Like, come on. <laughs> Did you ever see um the documentary of the George called George Lucas versus fans? No, I didn't. It's like all about how like bitter and pissed off George Lucas was whenever he released, uh, you know, re-released the um tr- the original trilogy with like the Han shooting second, yeah, and, and like how the fans just like hated everything he did. And I wasn't <laughs> a real big fan, that, you know, but like it, it it actually showed the interview where he was like, "I'm not doing any more movies because you know I made these freaking these prequels." And the fans shit all over it, so I'm not making it, I'm not making it anymore. And he even said, like, I'm not gonna let anybody else make any more Star Wars movies either because the fans don't deserve it. And then Disney came along and they said, Hey, we got a paycheck for four billion dollars. <laughs> Can you swallow your pride for four billion dollars? He was like, Yes, yes, I yes, can. I can. <laughs> I think he still fucking talks. I don't know if you've seen interviews with him, but he is always talking about, oh, I want to go make these these little personal experimental movies. And I have still yet to see anything that he's, he's made. Done. Yeah. Like he doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's he's another one of those guys where it kinda I feel like success might have really hurt him uh artistically a little bit. But again, I like I loved I love the prequels, so I can't be that bad about it but he really hasn't done a whole lot other than those star wars movies that i was very impressed with i mean i like thx 1138 i thought american graffiti was okay um, that's about that that's about it but, uh, like you know the short of stuff that he did when he was a, like a young man in the 70s it's like well i mean he had like like i was rumored in like, like during the the hearts of darkness the doc about Apocalypse Now, all they yeah, talk yeah. about him directing Apocalypse Now. Right. Man, like, I don't know how that would, that would look like. I kind of want to see that in an alternate yeah, universe. That'd be interesting. What George Lucas's Apocalypse Now look, would yeah, look like. And Francis Ford Coppola does Star Wars. <laughs> I know. It's like fucking crazy. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. He should still do a Star Wars. That would, yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's still time. You know, there's, I mean, still, yeah, there's, there's no reason he couldn't do that. I'll see a fucking couple of Star Wars episode 10. Man. That would be sweet. You know. Cool. Yeah. And a, and a freaking, um, the, the uh, Ben Solo, not Ben Solo, the Ben Kenobi 
um, prequel movie that they were supposed to do, but then canceled. Like, I bet you they'd fire it back up if Scorsese said he'd do it. <laughs> I, I don't know what that. Well, I don't know what that would look I like. I don't know God. what that would look like either. Freaking all of a sudden, Ben Kenobi gives up his lightsaber and just starts indiscriminately shooting people. <laughs> I don't think I would be able to, I don't think I would ever know what that would look like because my head would explode within the first 30 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'd see a trailer for him like I can't I can't go see it. That's, right. That will kill me. That will kill me. Have I'm Joe Pesci playing this little freaking droid. I think he retired from acting. Joe Pesci did? Yeah. Really? I think he like like silently like quietly retired from acting. Well, we were talking about that how, you know, early 90s mid 90s fucking joe pesci was in goddamn everything i mean fucking (laughs) everything and then out of nowhere he was just like gone and i was like well he really only had one character (laughs) yeah basically you know so i guess how many times can you see that character and like you know he was in casino and then after like after goodfellas in a casino it was like well what do you do with joe pesci he's sort of peaked so uh, but I didn't yeah. know that he actually just straight up stopped. I think he did. Like, I think it was not too long ago, but still, it's like I, it's been a while since I've seen a Joe Pesci movie. That, that's, yeah. I think my cousin Vinny is like still a, a great, but oh, that's, that's, still a, yeah, a, that's a fantastic. I'm still in the same like time frame of Goodfellas Casino, my mm-hmm. cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> 94, 95 or so. Yeah, I mean, he's in the 80s, he was awesome in Easy Money and Raging Bull. So. Yeah. <laughs> two two classics. Very very good movies. <laughs> Easy money, a good old Rondi Dangerfield. I actually just recently turned uh, Paul on to Rondi Dangerfield because you know he's a big stand up comedian fan. So I've been kind of going. Oh, is he? Yeah. So I've been kind of going through like the history of great stand up comedians, and you know, a couple weeks ago we did Rodney Dangerfield. We've done Rodney Dangerfield and like George Carlin and. Cause he he loves stand up, but he like likes everybody. Na- you know all the big stand ups now, like um, Anthony Jeselnik mm. and uh, Chris D'Elia. Yeah. He's a big fan of John Mulaney. He loves, and I mean I love all them guys too. I think they're good. But I'm like, well, if you're gonna be really into this, let's get you the like the history of it. You know, so we had a night where we watched all of Richard Pryor's specials. Uh, yeah. And um, that was fantastic. He really liked Richard. I mean, how can you not really like Richard Pryor? Though? That guy's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, like there's all those, those stand-up uh, specials on Netflix, and I just never feel in the mood for them, even though, like, I'm sure they're funny, but it's always like, one of those things was like, I don't know if I'm in the mood to sit here for an hour and, and watch a stand-up, stand-up comedian. Comedy. Right, well, yeah, see, yeah, me and Paul like it a lot because we'll be both doing other <clears> things. Like, I'll be on my laptop playing video games, and he'll be on his, <clears> like, uh, his tablet playing, uh, you know, iPhone sissy games or something. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so we'll just, like, we'll be doing our other thing. And then in that case, the stand-up's, like, really good because you don't have to actually stare at the screen to still get the the funny out of it but yeah we've seen some really there's there's definitely some really funny stand-up comedians out there right now yeah they're always good for like the road like like listening to it in the car and stuff yeah. like when you take road trips and stuff they were always good like i have a Stephen wright tape which i still have nice which is so good Stephen writes and Stephen writes another one but um unfortunately i really couldn't find much um Stephen wright 
stuff. Mm. Uh, so, like, whenever it was time for me to give him the, I'm like, oh, you got to hear Stephen Wright. It was just basically uh, like a YouTube compilation of all of the old mm. TV appearances and stuff. And I mean, it was still hilarious, but I, I was hoping to find like him doing a whole show and I couldn't. I have a tape that's called I Have a Pony. You might want to look that up and see. Maybe you can find that somewhere. Yeah, find that album somewhere. Yeah, because it's got all the good stuff. I mean, it's sure. got... Um, I mean, it's a small world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit like that. Yeah, you can't have everything. Where would you put it? Where'd you put it? <laughs> um, yeah. His, 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 his dog was it. Stay. He damn his yeah, dog. Stay. So come here. Come here. Stay. stay. Come here. Come stay. here. Stay. <laughs> now he just ignores me. He keeps on typing. <laughs> he keeps on typing. <laughs> yeah. Um. And freaking, we got into Stephen Wright because he was really into, and I mean, rightfully so, is really into uh, Mitch Hedberg. Like, because I was talking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about like some of the and Mitch Hedberg, I think is one of the greatest of all time, just because. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he was so out there, and his jokes aren't like any other human beings on the planet, so they're like so funny. I'm going to listen to, to some of this stuff tomorrow for sure. Yeah, ah, oh, so good. Definitely. Um, I feel like we've kind of lost our our focus <laughs> a little bit. We went through, a, you know, George Lucas and Star Wars, which would probably be its own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stand up comedies. Uh, I mean, Final Square is a good movie. I mean, it's got some really good action. I mean, and it do- it does have some great action in it. And uh, him jumping off of the building, he like jumps off the top of the stadium a few times, which is I feel mandatory in a Die Hard like movie. Is but he has to, you, know, <laughs> you ha- like you have to tie a rope around yourself or hang on to a rope and jump off <clears> of something really high to make a good uh, Die Hard rip off. You have like the, the 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 one lady who's a badass in in the uh in the terrorist group. Yep. Who's like who's who just like goes around kicking everybody's ass. Right. Is... And you know, and whenever he finally beats her up, you know, I'm like, I should be a little bothered that he's just absolutely utterly creaming a woman's face in. <laughs> uh, yes. But at the same time, like by the time he does it, you're like, yeah, she kind of deserves it. She's kind of <laughs> asking for it, like a few times. Like he didn't just straight up cave her face in. He had to get like cut and stabbed and kicked and beat and punched and bit and all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit and then he was like okay i'm gonna fucking maim you now <laughs> i was i was i was yeah i, I was kind of missed all any any sort of like wrestling moves though i feel like they were throwing something in but yeah he should have suplexed at least one person a power bomb through something like that would have yeah. been great yeah. <laughs> it's like it's something come on Absolutely. like even the rock and the rock and even in the last fast and furious movie i'm pretty sure he rock bottoms somebody oh does he <laughs> yeah it's like he, he like kind of like tackles them like jumps at them yeah. but he still does it i think off of like a onto like a steel like like gate or something right and, well you know the people's elbow it never gets old <laughs> i wish he would do that if that would be amazing. people's elbow it would be so fantastic and they were just like why are you stopping who are you looking at what's happening what's going on why are you bouncing off of imaginary ropes what Wow! You know something else that we Paul are into comedy wise is. Did you ever watch the Eric Andre show? No, I haven't seen that. Man, do yourself a favor when we get off on this. 
and watch just just pull up like a 10 minute youtube of like like the highlights from this eric andre show the poor bastard it got canceled really quick but he's so far he's so far ahead of his time he freaking has like a like a david letterman style talk show right but he's yeah. just it's him and um hannibal burris and the two of them oh he he's just, not he's awesome <laughs> like, he just, yeah and he, and he just absolutely spazzes out on his freaking uh like guests to the point where every like i mean they'll get mad at him and be like what the fuck is your problem like why are you doing this i don't get it and i mean it just gets the more awkward it gets between him and his the guest like the funnier it gets it's so hilarious awesome hammer hammer is a huge wrestling fan is he i did not know that yeah 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 i think he does like like a whole bits on it so i'll have to look him up no doubt uh you know another comedian who is a huge wrestling fan is john stewart um i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw the uh saw the little like right after he left the daily (laughs) show where he cut all the promos on the different wrestlers (laughs) yeah he like like he like cost John Cena a match. Yeah, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> which yeah. is like what? <laughs> and that's great. And you know, <clears throat> like I was on the um, like the wrestling. It's called Squared Circle, and it's the wrestling subreddit on Reddit. And mm. uh, they were, you know, they were all super excited about John Stewart, <laughs> and they were saying, yeah, you know, he's a huge fan of wrestling, and that um, he has like he even has like some sort of charity where. He takes like orphans or underprivileged kids to like wrestling matches in different towns and stuff like that. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. He should. That's cool. People should go to wrestling shows. Yeah. And you should take, <laughs> you should take the poor. Well, and you should take kids to wrestling shows. That's like half the joy is watching them enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I can't wait to take Emmett to a wrestling, some wrestling stuff. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Definitely. It's going to be dope. Nope. So cool. We're, we're, already, we're already at forty-five minutes on um on ten, ten of it was on final score, and the rest of it was on Star Wars and Star Wars and, 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 and hey, it's all good. That's what it's it's for free form. We don't we don't have rules here. We don't have limitations. We're if one of the five people that listen to us will complain, we'll do something about we'll it. We'll start then. changing it. Until go then, fuck yourselves. We'll go fuck yourselves. Yeah, just go fuck yourselves. We're going to talk about the fuck we want to talk about. So, so all right. Well, uh, I guess we'll. if you guys have any requests, let us know. And we'll um, figure out a new movie to watch for next week. And it'll be awesome. And Oh, and uh, uh, I told you about this. But we have, I, I finally figured out Instagram for Die Hard. So... Die Hard Podcast has Instagram. Nice, yeah. Check us out. Follow us on Instagram and SoundCloud. I think we have four pictures. I have four pictures posted. So Hell yeah. there we go. There we go. That's fantastic. That's all you got. That's all you need. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Right, bye. Uh...